At the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are, and you know what you want. Lao Tzu. I was leaving Barnes & Noble the beginning of this year, where they have all the bookmarks, and it's a black and gold bookmark, actually, with the uh, yin and yang symbol on the front, and it just moved me. You know, it was truth to me. Like, you know, I got the tingles, I got the chills. And last week, I was actually on Snapchat for once, like, looking at other people's stories, seeing what my friends are doing. Um, and my really good friend, Nicole, had the same exact bookmark. And I messaged her, and I was like, yo, we have the same bookmark. It's kind of interesting, because there's a million bookmarks out there. And, you know, it's it, it's a well-known quote by an ancient Chinese philosopher who legend has was the teacher of Confucius, but legend also says he didn't exist, which I wake up some days and wonder if we even exist, even though it's very real here, like we feel deeply here. But he was well known as a writer and founder of philosophical Taoism. And it's interesting because I had to look up, you know, some history about this guy. Um, and if you could tell, I was practicing how to pronounce his name in Chinese. This philosophy emphasizes the importance of non-action and non-resistance. Just going with the flow so you can transform your life and elevate, ascend. And it's funny because last... July on my grandma's birthday, she passed a while ago, but I asked for a sign just from the, you know, that was connecting with something that was unfamiliar to me because I never had it, that type of connection, you know, until the end of 2020. But as I continued this episode, it's funny because it's always been with me through the things that I love that this podcast incorporates, like I said, pop culture, music, movies, and honestly, it's a lot, it's storytelling. Everyone has an experience. Everyone has a story to tell. We are all motherfucking authors. I was going to say officers, authors. You know? And it's, it's funny because we, we limit ourselves so much, so much potential. So many people die and they never really live. And, you know, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, she said it when, on her first album. The song still is so good. You know, depending on who you are listening to this, because I, I, it doesn't tell me, like, each person that streams each episode and it gives a breakdown. It's funny on the analytics of like where people can pick up. I don't know how they even, you know, I try to promote and market the best that I can, but I'm new to the game, but we all have our different tastes in music and what have you, but I found the best music through this journey of this transformative journey. And music for me is so healing. And even since I was a kid, 
I knew without knowing what to listen to because I was born in 1988 in 90s babies. Man, we had those... We had those bands that just... If you look at the lyrics... And, you know, it was about their struggle. Their triumph. Some people are blessed to the point where they become really successful in the sense of the arts and they go through their transformative process after success. Demi Lovato's album that came out last year, she just actually came out with another album. You know, she's trying to find her, her truth because I feel like as you go throughout this process, as you build your own elevation and awareness, you're going to be shedding things that you might have belief in now. But 10 years from now, it could be completely not how it can't go on. You have to let it go. It, it can't go into your evolution. And as I go through this journey, the spiral, let me tell you, it is a spiral because I don't know if I said this at all in any of the other episodes, but as I logically, through research and curiosity, learn about myself, when I look within, which looking within is probably different for every single person, but for me, I'm constantly checking in. Constantly, you know, I have that analytical... It doesn't get to the point of worrying, but it, it does kind of get obsessive where, where I can only focus on letting go of this. It's it's tougher for me. I'm a late bloomer in a sense in all areas of my life, and that's okay. I think I've spent most of my life getting mad at myself because I can't perform like the person next to me. Like I didn't have it all together when I was 22. I ch- kind of just like was wandering, but you know, we're guided without even realizing we're guided. And like today's experience that I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode is, is an example of that in my own, you know, story. I'm going to just say this is a story. Everyone's life is a story. And however you want to tell it, it's amazing. But when I got a sign, though, last year, when I asked for a sign, it was a jellyfish. The sun was coming through a skylight in my house, and it had a jellyfish on the kitchen, the ceiling of the kitchen. My aunt thought it was a mushroom, and my mom thought it was something else. And I think I talked about this before, but if you're new to the podcast, this is your first episode, I'd jump around on other people's podcasts, because I honestly like listening to other people's stories. I know some podcasters that I listen to that they say they don't listen to other people's podcasts. And that's okay too. Everyone has their own like way they maneuver and how they learn. And some people channel with spirit where they're getting constant downloads through like journaling. Everyone does their own thing. Like I tried journaling last week. I honestly, it takes consistency and my energy type is just... I know how to move, but now that I'm more aware and conscious of my feelings and 
I, I still second guess, but I need to learn to trust myself because my story is different from yours. Yours is different from the other person that's listening. You know, like everyone's story is completely different. It's just a framework of what works for so-and-so. And a lot of us, especially through the, the trauma healing and the, the mental aspects, the mental health aspects, because we, you know, our generation, even a generation before us, we all have mental health issues. And there's going to be so many different ways in the future even of how it's going to progress and change and evolve just like us as conscious light beings. Because at the core, we all are created equal. We're all made of the same stuff inside. Now, I have some theories where I think some humans are like not even, there's not even souls in them. I think they're just like, fillers as which i'm i it's just like i kind of like my imagination kind of takes off where not everyone is alive which i don't i don't know what you think i don't you know and i honestly am just in my own fantasy with that one because i don't know i i really don't know and I'm so fixated on my own self which it kind of sounds like uh, it's just all self-serving when I like think about it, but it really isn't because this is the moment where, especially empaths, you put all your cup of whatever you have flow in there, your light, your energy. You know, you go to the party and you just are giving out shots of it to everyone and you're so drained, you didn't have any, you didn't have a shot for yourself. And to be honest, I never was aware that I was doing that. I'm like, why am I? And it, it, it's it's funny. All now I can't even like work in like jobs because if I'm not fulfilled, I'm instantly drained because my mind is elsewhere. Especially when you're like going through the moments where you're in the thick of it and you're letting go of things and you're dealing with it emotions that you've never felt before or you did feel and you just tucked them away like I used to think like they just my problems would just like disappear and I still feel that way and that stems into avoidant attachment and I, w- I will get into the psychological aspects that are in this human world as we're working with our mind in another episode but I'm not licensed in anything and I know we need proof of this and that and just to be ethical but this is just all what works for me and up until this moment in time. Because for me, like, I don't know what mood I'm going to get. But I'm also okay with saying that I have my highs and I have my lows. And if someone says that they don't have any highs and lows, and that maybe they're not an emotional type and that's fine. But... I just don't understand why we keep saying, oh, well, you're bipolar. Like, it's a negative thing. Because if you feel things so deeply and you're so sensitive and you never realize that, that's okay. (laughs) I think we put so much stigma still where we say we don't, but we still do. To be completely honest, I think everyone in my life is bipolar. (laughs) I'm bipolar. 
but it's a, a spectrum. A, I don't know if you heard the cat. So my friend that I'm staying with has two cats and I literally am a cat daddy now. I love cats. And I never did not like cats, but I was more of a dog person. They're just amazing. They're self-sufficient. They clean themselves daily. They have a scratching post. I was like, there goes Elsa to the nail salon. Then there goes Lynx. Lynx is a boy, Elsa's a girl. And they, they just go to the nail salon and then they go to the, the bath. And it's very therapeutic because um, I've been... I've been just, honestly, I've been lounging. And my friend, Jess, there's no judgment that I want to rest. I should be out there working, paying off all my debts, going, 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 like the Energizer Bunny that I am not. And we talked about this in my friend group texting chat. I was like, we're not the Energizer Bunnies. I don't know why we always have to be producing things. It just, it just blows my mind producing and doing things. And you better work, bitch, like at all times. And that, I understand that, but you need to go at your own pace because you're going to just one, run yourself out ragged, especially if you don't even know how your energy functions. I still don't know exactly how my energy functions. I feel like it, it's so up in the air sometimes because it all depends on my emotions because it's, it takes time, and I think we compare ourselves so much to each other in the process. But the flow of that ancient philosophy, the flow of a jellyfish... I looked up the spiritual meaning of a jellyfish because I was doing that PlayStation VR, whatever, that virtual reality at this guy's house. He was, like, showing me it, and it was so wild. It was, like, under the sea, and out of nowhere, like, with that headset on it was it took off in COVID I think these jellyfish come out of nowhere and scare the shit out of me and it was at the beginning of this journey so the jellyfish is very symbolic for me in my own life and I was actually at the airport too like um going to Mexico last month and there's like a tram that takes you from parking and security all the way to the gates in the airport some airports have them some don't but this guy had a huge jellyfish tattoo and I think that's also like kind of like 7-7 seven, seven for me. You're on the correct path. Because until you learn, and I heard this too from someone else that has been on their journey, I would say longer compared to myself, which there's no competition there. One person might level up two times in their whole life. So I heard someone explain this and I loved how they did it. But... Michelle might have to, her soul wants to level up a million times in her life. And you just compete with yourself. It's, it's not even competition. It's just, we're all on our own terms when we're separated from the whole. And it's so weird to talk about because I don't know, like, what that feels like. I thought the other day, I was like, I need to be away from humans. I love people. But I don't know what it is. I think it's just all my mind and my mindset as I'm like letting go of things. I think my mind gets agitated to the sense where I just need my alone time because I am more introverted now. But I want to I wanna have fun. I want to be more social now. When the first year of this, I literally wanted to hide in a shed and not like see the light of day. I was just so, I didn't know what was happening. 
I still don't know. I literally think I'm, some days I think I like created this whole fantasy in my head and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening to me? But it's like in everything, every movie that comes out, every song that is played, there's, I can write up a, for the skeptics and the newbies to a sense of what the fuck is going on. I can give some pointers of, of people are going through their their moment words that i've like literally never heard of like resonance stagnancy manifest like i didn't really like hear those maybe i did i don't know um all the stuff i'm into now like astrology was one thing but i didn't even know what numerology was but i kind of started learning that with astrology you know, just a little bit of each. I got more in depth with astrology, like I said before, but it's so cool because it's a weather map and you can work with the energy that's happening. And when it actually is legitimate in your own experience, you're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, why did we know this? Like manifesting is celebrities are talking about it like nonstop. And look what they're, look what they're at. Everything just, you know, they're not chasing. They just attract everything. And I never had financial difficulties in a sense of, I always had money. I was always going places. Yeah. It was one point I was paying everything. My credit score was actually amazing and it just all fell apart. And I don't know why yet, but as I continue telling my story and learning about who I am in this journey of the self, back to the whole, I can somehow... I don't know, I guess this podcast, for example, or write about it. I don't, me personally, I still am learning who I am because honestly, I was a wallflower. I was outside looking in always. I always wanted to be the center of attention, but I can never connect. I felt like I was ostracized to the point where, like even in high school, I was like, why don't I have friends in my head? I was like, what is so wrong with me? You know, nothing was wrong with me. I don't know, like, the whole story, right? We don't know what's behind the scenes. But I'm learning that all the difficulties up until the point where you're done being insulted and you want the love that you give everyone else are how you make your comeback. How you, and it's in everything. Harry Potter, the boy who lived. Literally, I love Harry Potter so much. And that came out when I was in fourth grade, the books, just in time. But I wasn't connected to this. Like, this is like, this was like 31. (laughs) And I still like, am learning how to trust. And, but the whole title of this episode comes from all right fast forward all those years starts with 600 i don't know what the year was because people don't even know when he died and some people don't even believe he was real i don't know but fast forward to 90s babies um the song juicy by notorious big i'm a tupac fan too but you know i started in the rap music 
in about fifth, sixth grade when Ja Rule's popular and Ashanti and and I just started there and kind of just went with the trend. And I even really listened to Notorious B.I.G. until the movie in 2009, which I've seen so many times. I love that movie so much. And his story at the uh, end of the movie, I don't know. I'm sure it was the same context at least, but maybe it was word for word. Um, The quote that his mother, played by Angela Bassett, the actress, she says, my son, Christopher Wallace, told stories. Some of them are funny. Some of them are sad. Some of them were violent, but people listened. I'm saddened that his life was cut down at the age of 24, but I find solace in knowing that he became a man. He was ready to live. As I looked out at all those faces, something happened. Someone in the crowd turned on the radio, and I can hear my son's voice. The song Juicy is his, at least in my perspective, and I actually kind of like researched this too, because apparently he didn't want the hook that came from a song in the 80s Juicy Fruit, and I think of the gum, <laughs> but it's how the rap game evolved, right? How 50 Cent Candy Shop with Olivia, like, you know, it's like that, the story told through all those things, violence, sadness, rap, talking about sex, drugs, like all those things, but it also has a sweeter side. He influenced a whole new generation. And why I say Juicy is the next one to do that, whose life was also cut short, that I admire greatly and still listen. I really feel how he felt in his music. Is Juice World. You know, I... He died at 21, and he's a December baby, and I was, like, reading the story about that, too, and it just was, it's just so wild that through all the success, there's so much pain still in artists, but through that pain is how a story is told to help the next person, the next generation, and that's what's happening now, but for everyone, like, everyone's included, they're making it available, like to do like I advertise the company, but for them, but it's free to record your story, to share it, to help someone else because you matter, I matter, your mom matters. After the last sentence, your mom matters. It's not a mom joke at all. She really does. But that whole part of this episode was recorded a few days ago before Labor Day weekend. And I kind of put it a halt, put it, put a halt on finishing this episode because I just had a pretty rough weekend 
uh, mentally. As in, my shadow got the best of me. Um, And as you do shadow work, which I'm going to get into an episode describing what that is for those of you just starting your journey or have no clue what shadow work really is. I had no idea until I started diving deep into my own spiritual journey. But um, everyone matters, especially yourself. And we, like I said before, put ourselves on the back burner always. But when you start building your own self-awareness and learning about who you are, and like I said, I fully do not know who I am. And to come to think of it, I have such a desire to find my own identity, my own voice in this world. And I think when you, I don't know if everyone goes through this when they, you know, hit their 30 mark where your mind begins to shift my dad said that in your 40s you start losing sight in 50s you start not being able to walk and (laughs) bones are hurting I feel like every decade there's going to be a fun spontaneous prize for you if you make it to those decades hopefully you do hopefully I do but this weekend was just a lot I had a wedding. I was a bridesman. It was an amazing wedding. I'm so happy for the newlyweds, Kylie and Todd. He was my boyfriend first, but she got the ring and I got the boy. No, I'm just kidding. But it was a great wedding. I was just, just disheveled all weekend though, because I was going through a lot of mental, personal issues in my own mind, but I also had to deal with actual reality in showing up for the wedding. Um, It ended up raining on Sunday, September 4th, during the wedding, but it was in a barn, and it was like a fairy tale wedding designed on Pinterest. Amazing. It was beautiful, everything. I loved it. Um, But I just was going through so much negative self-talk in my head. When my shadow comes to play... It's just, it's just awful how I speak to myself and being consciously aware of it now, rather than just silently having my shadow speak in my subconscious my whole life. Damn, like shadow work is so important, but it's not everyone likes to do it. It's very uncomfortable and I'm still learning the ropes and... It's just, it's a lot. But I have a more clear head today, and I'm just gonna like finish this podcast episode. Um, it's just, as I search for my own identity, my identity crisis, I think that's why this journey started as well. I feel like some of us know who we are from the bat. We have the courage to face our demons and really take a good, hard, honest look at ourselves in the mirror. 
And then if you're like me, you're afraid of your power. You're afraid of yourself. And I still don't know why I am. (laughs) But when something happens where I'm triggered, like this weekend, for example, I was on the bride's side and we were taking pictures and stuff and I was getting triggered in my head. And it's like, here we go. 20 steps back of all the work I've done over the past few years of accepting myself for being gay and fully embracing that lifestyle. It's it's a huge part of me. And it also robbed me of so much joy and happiness because I was so worried about what others thought of my, me. And I'm learning that the voices in my head no one compares no one can beat the mean voices in my head so i don't know why i obsess and worry and focus so much on what others think of me when the biggest problem and the biggest battle i will ever face in this life is my own self i am my own worst enemy and I'm sure some of you listening to this episode or this podcast in general, we share some of the same problems in life, right? I don't think everyone is their own worst enemy, but I feel like most of us are, especially the generation that I'm from, millennials and younger. God bless us. But... It's kind of interesting because as the weekend progressed, it ended up being a really nice wedding. I had a good time. Um, One of the things that they wanted us to do when they introduced, the DJ introduced um, the bridal party was we each had a song and we had to come out and do a skit for it. And I was with two of the bridesmaids and me. We were going to do the song Good Life by Kanye and T-Pain. But we had no idea what we were going to do, and we kind of weren't about it because the two girls that I was partnered with, they weren't about it. I think they were at one point wanted to bring out kazoos or something, and I was like, I played one in fifth grade chorus, but I don't, we literally aren't going to win the the contest, which I'm definitely competitive. But I also was so stressed out in my own head that I, it was the last thing on my mind. And it was like starting to rain and (laughs) they announced the first group, they did their thing and then the second group did their thing. And then our group was next and they announced the two girls. And then they said, the DJ said, Brandon. And before they announced my last name, the whole electric went out for the, um, the sound system and the lights and everything. It was, I was like, yes, I was jumping up and down. Cause like, I didn't want to embarrass myself cause they switched our song from that to what is love which I don't know who sings it, but it's in the movie Night at the Roxbury where those two brothers like bob their heads and like very goofy, very funny Saturday Night Live um, inspired movie. Uh, So I kind of just winged it because I knew the two girls didn't want to do anything. So like they went out first because the electric came back on and I had these... Amazon sunglasses that were $5. I broke the half the, um, of them, like 
where it goes around your ear. I don't know what that's called. Part of the glasses. The one thing was broken. So I just put those on and Kylie loved it because she thought she was dying when I showed her earlier in the day when we got on the party bus to go to the wedding. It was just like so funny. So I just fucking let loose and just danced and I'm not a big dancer. Last night I went out for my really good friend Jess who I've been staying with since um, July 31st in Alexandria. We went out for her birthday and I was like excited to be social. So I'm digressing. However, it has to do with dancing though. Like we went to a karaoke bar last night and you know, people were just doing their own thing, being goofy. And it was actually a really fun time. I love how some people show up ready to do karaoke and they fucking kill it. And I just, we really had the front row table last night. It was so funny. And then some people are just so goofy. And then some people are just screaming random words because they like the song goes too fast. And it's just amazing. And I kept thinking, what would I be like if I was up there? And I was also thinking, I was like, what song would I sing? Not saying I have a good voice whatsoever. I mean, to my own self in the shower, I love my voice. You know, I'm starting to like sing in the shower, in the car, just to like let out, let it out, feel the song. But I was thinking um, Free Fallen by Tom Petty, and I don't know why. But maybe one day I'll have the balls to express myself in that department. But I just let loose at the wedding. Um, Last night I wouldn't dance. I don't know why. I just wasn't feeling it. I was sober, Sally. Just having a good time with friends. I'm back in D.C., Alexandria area for... I don't know when, till when. But... I had to go back for the wedding for Labor Day weekend in Pennsylvania near the college that I met most of the people in the wedding and the bride and groom. It was, um, it was a good weekend. However, I also was dealing with the not so good parts of myself, which I'm learning to integrate into my own self. So after that little brief synopsis of the weekend, towards the end of the night, we went to a bar at IUP, which is the college that I went to but did not graduate from. And this kid Alex in a fraternity that I know, another fraternity, not the one I was in, shows up with a t-shirt that says 999 and a hand with a cup styrofoam cup and that was juice world and i've been seeing nines a lot which means angel number which is 999 is endings every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end last night um that song by supersonic closing time a lot of you probably know what that is if you're too young listen to it. It's a really good song. I just feel like I'm moving into the next phase of my life. And I seen a tweet a few years ago saying, you literally can feel when you're moving into something new in your life, a new phase, a new level. And, you know, the end of July came down here, got away from Pittsburgh. Just the energy there is so toxic to me. I went back on Friday for a haircut and then I drove up to Indiana 
because I had the rehearsal lunch and all sorts of stuff. And as soon as I got into Pennsylvania, I just felt that energy. Like it was waiting to suffocate me. I don't know if it's made up in my mind or I honestly am going with, I trust what I feel. And I'm learning to trust my own soul and trusting in the unknown, which is very fucking scary. It's a new level of fear that I never even thought existed. Because two years ago, all the stuff that I'm learning, I had no awareness or idea of any of it. You know, I have a really big imagination. I'm a kid at heart. However, it's just I never seen my life going the way it's going at this current moment in time. But I'm very grateful that it's helping me take a really hard, really hard look at myself. Sorry, stumbling on my words and working on myself. Because like I said, we always throw ourselves on the back burner. But anyways, like I said, I saw that shirt and I was just like, oh my God, I have to finish my ninth podcast episode because I left off before this synopsis, right? Comparing the late Juice World and Biggie from the generation before and how how they changed the game. They're just so influential. Even in death, they still speak truth and wisdom. No matter how dark, sad, or real as fuck their music is, it's their story. And they use their voice to express how they feel. And you know, they had a lot of success and I'm every day striving for success for my own self because financially like I said you know ever since I started this podcast I it's a foreign territory to me not being able to support myself financially like I never had to deal with that I always attracted the money that I needed I did what I want when I wanted to do it now it's it's putting me in my place but it's also teaching me how to be humble when I have nothing. Learning to receive from people that extend a helping hand. Like last night, literally had no gas. I always run out of gas. Like I have AAA. Every Christmas, my mom gets the whole family uh, the AAA membership cards. And I run out of gas like four times every year. But I was driving around DC. It was like the... um, DD, I guess, for a couple of us. So we left this chic bar in this hotel in downtown DC, went to Alexandria on King Street to the Rocket Grill, which is the karaoke. And, you know, I drove from there. A couple of my friend's friends. It was her birthday. She looked amazing. And she's like, You definitely need to pull over and get gas. I'm going to give you my credit card, fill your tank. And I didn't know how to respond because her friends that I don't really know are in the back. And I just hate how people perceive me. Even if they aren't even judging probably in the back. It's just like my mind taking over. But maybe they were. I don't know. But 
right now in this moment in life, I'm disheveled, overwhelmed, you know, I've always been that way in some sense, but in it, it brings like some type of unique character to my own self. But trying to find my identity, it might take my whole life to know who I truly am inside. You know, there's labels, right? I'm a male, identify as male, I'm gay for sexuality preferences. There's likes and dislikes, but labels and categories, that's so human experience to me. We are so much more than how we are defined in this life. So when I say you know very well who you are, and as you hear in certain music and songs, do we truly know? Or we just can't really remember. Because if you are just starting on this journey, you're going to hear it all the time. You don't 100% know anything. But trust is love. If you look at love as the, the number one topic, all these words in, with meaning stem from that. And trust is high up there. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is never boastful. So learning how to trust yourself is, it's a huge step. I kind of just went with how I felt. But I think now that my awareness is growing for my own self personally... I feel like I overthink everything more now. So I'm learning how to balance and get through that struggle. But, you know, the only stuff I know about myself is all these, like, terms and labels. And I'm so much more than that. You are so much more than that. Especially when you are in your shadow self. You have to embrace your shadow or not self with as much compassion and let me tell you it's so fucking hard and you beat yourself up you snap you hate yourself you say all the worst possible things in your own mind but eventually that energy will dissipate and you'll ride through the wave especially if you're the emotional type I know you're out there, you emotional types. <laughs> I am right there with you. It's just like this life is a lot right now, you know? First, we had that COVID shit. I th- think we still have it. And then we have monkey balls or monkey pox, and you have to deal with all that shit on top of letting go and healing from the sh- shit that you absorbed since birth. That's not you. But the idea of this episode started, like I said before, from me just jamming to music and Juicy came on and I was like, this is such a good episode topic. Because trust in yourself right now is of highest importance. 
because as humanity is starting to shift and the universe is starting to balance here, because there's a lot of just fucked up shit and evil shit, and it's, like, real bad. So it's taking over and becoming more powerful over the good. So the universe is like, nope, it's time to balance. That's what I'm learning as this year progresses. But it was so weird seeing that kid with the Juice World uh, shirt. So I am finishing off this episode because this is what happens. I start something and then I like put it off and you know there's only a few podcasters I listen to in the spiritual context and they were telling me in their episodes all of them about how the first year or two their podcasts you know didn't get a lot of listens or downloads and then it just blew up with consistency And like I said, as a projector, which is, you know, a label, but it's also defining parts of spirituality and modalities for those that are, are, you know, like the very curious for knowledge types like myself. Projector energy isn't consistent. But what if I just try, right? The only thing... You know, the only thing that would happen is, hey, it doesn't work. And now I know. Because before I started this podcast, I wanted to do an episode a week, right? But, you know, life happens and I'm learning to commit fully to something. Never been the type to commit. (laughs) Because I just change interests so fast, you know? But I've just been getting a lot of signs. Just on random episodes I would flip through on different podcasts about consistency. In all of August, I just put myself in a resting, introverted space. Figuring out my next moves. And the only thing that's standing between what's next for myself is... The ability for myself to fully trust in the unknown, in myself, to move on to the next phase of my life that's starting. Yesterday was September 9th, the 9-9 portal about endings and new beginnings. And it's so funny, the bank, one of the top banks down here is called trust but it's t-r-u-i-s-t and i see it everywhere 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 and like i just totally delete the i when i see it as trust and ever since you know i had this episode idea already next in line when i posted episode eight on july 31st and all month of august 999 trust bank all sorts of stuff you know pushing me to take action into the next episode. But I'm still learning how to balance 
when I'm not in a good headspace and still coming through on projects I committed to. And I was talking to a girl from IUP that was at the wedding that I'm really cool with, Sarish, and I was telling her, like, I don't know if it's wise for me to record myself when I'm going through a shadow phase. And I think I said this before in another episode. And she told me what I'm trying to tell myself before my mind takes over is, yes, be authentic. Be the realest and most vulnerable in a sense of being your number one authentic self. No bullshit. No gimmicks. Just raw and real and you know we it's funny because we all play a different role depending on a social setting that we're in so I feel like we all struggle with this we all struggle with showing up as our authentic self no matter the situation You know, it's a process that we all have to show a little grace and compassion towards ourselves. Trust me, this road has been very weird, very wild, very uncomfortable, right? I'm literally homeless. I live out of my car. I've been staying with my friend Jess. You know, she's been stretching her hand out and I don't know how to receive yet from people because I've always dealt with my problems on my own and now it's I'm opening up to friends and people that have always been there my whole life and asking for help in a sense but I'm still a little shy towards that but you know as the journey continues I'm learning how to navigate the ebb and flow of life and as each day continues I'm learning a little bit more about who I truly am so to be honest I don't know who I truly am but as I continue to do this heavy duty soul searching one day I will stumble upon that trusting yourself is the ability to surrender to the flow of life. No matter the struggle, no matter what situation you're in, just let go of that control. Your mind loves to control every situation, every outcome. And guess what? You won't win. Here's what I've learned about who I truly am. I learned that I'm not just human. I'm above the human experience. And you are too. I'm an infinite being. Through wisdom, I know I'm nothing. But through trust and faith and love, I know I'm everything. We are pure consciousness, vessels of light, 
beyond our purpose and role here in the human experience. It's time to be more heart-centered in our decisions, in our relationships, rather than ego-focused. Because the heart never breaks, but the ego does. I'm learning that whatever is meant for me will find me. I attract, not chase. And it's way easier said than done, let me tell you. I'm learning how to integrate, like I said before, the lessons I've learned so far in this life. And as I continue to do so, I'm experiencing the spiral and not the linear path that we grew up thinking that life is linear. We like chase happiness. We chase joy. Realizing there's nothing to chase because we are that pure joy, pure light. We just have to remember. And it's funny because most of the time I'm either in the past or the future. And I'm sure you are too. But embracing the present moment might take a long time. But that's where everything is. And this human experience is part of why each of our souls has come here. That's why I, I came here, to be present, to be a human, to learn, to grow, and absorb and experience as much as this life has to offer. And sometimes I get mad at myself and hard on myself and sad because I feel like I have wasted so much time for those opportunities, for those experiences, despite the outcome, whether it's joy or a lesson learned. And, you know, we are on each our own time clock. But, you know, social media, growing up with you, really pushes you into comparing yourself to the person standing next to you. But the only person that you should be comparing yourself to, and you've heard it a million times, I have too, is the person you were yesterday. It's tough to get in the habit and truly embracing that. But with grace and time, I am confident I will find my way. So as I continue this journey, I'm remembering that I am a multi-dimensional consciousness, experience different levels of vibration, whether it's 
low vibration, high vibration. And I'm so sick of allowing my thoughts that are actually programmed by other people limit me and hold me against my will to fully stepping into my own power and authenticity. Because when we get triggered, like I did at the wedding, you know, I thought I got over those feelings of being gay. It's, it's okay. I, it's, it's different. My difference is my, you know, my strength, my uniqueness. But those triggers, you know, bring up fears of repressed memories or memories that, you know, you still keep reliving. And you just have to let those thoughts go. Show yourself some compassion and let it go. Every day I have to let go of something. There's actually a lot of shit that we have to let go of. And I had no idea until I started this journey. But hang in there. You know, there's good days. I'm trusting in that. From other people telling me that I'll be okay to myself. Most importantly. Trusting in the unknown and the universe. All is well. And until next time, many blessings. Take care. Also, before I forget, with this episode, especially if you are a podcast listener on Spotify, there is a Q&A section in the show notes of this episode. Um, if you use Apple Podcasts, Amazon all the other platforms. I don't think it shows up, but I asked two questions to throw out there. I think you can answer if you do use Spotify. Um, it's just, it could be rhetorical. It's something I've been thinking about that I ask myself daily and you can journal on it, think about it, get your mind active in your journey of self-discovery. But the two questions are, one, do you struggle to know who you truly are? And two, the second question is the measure of your life, another piece of what's behind the mask that we all tend to wear. So journal what you think, think about it, get your mind stimulated and enjoy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hope on Road. Never miss an episode by subscribing and don't forget to follow at Hope on Road on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.